Welcome back to another edition of the Par for the Court podcast. Yo, yo, yo. It is Friday, April 15th, and the playoffs will be beginning. Will not have begun because technically the plan does not count as the playoffs. Little It really fact. doesn't count for anything, which is very weird. Well, it counts for something. Statistically, it counts for nothing. Statistically. Um, yes, well, we are obviously going to do bit of a playoff preview of the most interesting series. We're not going to, you know, bore you with the not super important ones in contestants with uh, Bucks Bowls. Um, whatever. And, yeah, let's get into it. Let's go. It's Born for the Court Podcast! Okay, um... Briefly, before we, you know, break down each individual series, um, some breaking news. Big news coming from south, down south. Luka Doncic, out for game one, questionable for game two. This is obviously extremely meaningful, as obviously Doncic, best player in the series by far. He is the Mavericks offense, really. Um, Do you think they have a chance in game one? And what do you think this means for the series? Um, I mean, I think they have a chance, obviously. I think they'll hang around, but I don't think they win a game without Doncic. I think they will be winning game one, actually. No, um, I think I think you're way overrating the turmoil within the Jazz. No, it's not about the turmoil. I think that, I think Spencer Dinwiddie and uh, Jalen Brunson are just going to be coming in over the top with an offensive showing. That a barrage, will be, maybe? That will be one for the ages. I'm... I, I would bet 30 from both of them, actually. And That's I'm betting, a crazy take. And I think that the entire defense is going to be playing way harder, knowing that they're without Doncic. I think the Jazz turmoil will play a little bit of a part in, you know, this Mavericks W that's going to take place. Um, but even if they do lose um, a questionable game to Luka, if he does play, I will say they're obviously going to win. But if he does not play, I think the Jazz... If if he can't play in game one and two, then, you know, it, it might be curtains for the Mavs. Because they're not going to win a whole series without Luka, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I think a, a coach like Quinn Snyder that's been around the league this long, a star player out for the first game of the playoffs, and a star player that's the whole offense for a team like the Luka is for the Mavericks, I think he's going to do everything in his power to be able to shut down... Dinwiddie and Brunson, who you're saying were both going for 30, which is the craziest take made of any man ever. Dinwiddie shows up for the playoffs. He's had a history since of Since when? Since he was with the Nets. Okay, the Nets have played so many meaningful series. With him on the team? Yes, they have. Yeah. One. All one um, of them. Nah, but Dinwiddie, he doesn't shy away from big moments. Obviously, now they're just Brunson. Who's yeah, but they're, you got two guys to shut down, and they're two like pretty good guards, but that's it. No, but it's going to be a team effort. I'm not saying that they're going to, like, everyone knew their part, but I'm saying Dinwiddie and Brunson are going to have really good games in front of a, a Dallas home crowd that's going to be rooting extra hard. So you think for the game. Mavericks to win, both of them have to have 30. That's what you're saying? They don't have to. I think the, the team all around will have to have a good game, but I do think that if they're going to win, obviously Dinwiddie and Brunson are going to have to play really I think well. for them to win, it's going to have to be like a 97-102 to win. It's not going to be... A high-scoring bout. I think it's going to have to be muddy. It's going to have to be a defensive showdown, and they're going to have to just win it like that. Well, 
We will see. What is what is good for the Mavericks is we've seen an injured Luka play in the playoffs and play well because his game is not all the quick twitch muscles and getting by guys. You can just mm -hmm. put guys on his back and hit followers all day. Yeah. All right. Um, for our first series, I say we start off with my favorite first round series. The Bucks versus the Bulls. <laughs> 76ers versus the Raptors. Yeah, this will be a good one. Now, Raptors won the season series 3-1. to one, And in the one game we played after the Harden trade, um, Harden, not a good game. 3-12, three for, three no. for 3-12 for from the field. I'm not going to say his point total because it's all free throws. Um, obviously, I mean, with the Raptors' plethora of 6-9 and up guys, we saw a lot of different matchups. Throwing an Embiid, you know, Ken Birch started on him, um, saw Precious, obviously, Scott Barnes. Scott. Y you know Scott, right? Scott Barnes. Scott Barnes, um, Pascal Siakam. Um, I mean, what do, you, what do you think about this series? Um, to me, I think this comes down to James Harden and how much Nick Nurse will take advantage or not take advantage of him. I think, I think that... I think that the Raptors, if... I think if they do what they're supposed to, they're going to throw a lot of different offensive actions at Harden, trying to get him in everything, get him moving, because that's what he doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to guard anything. So I think if they get him guarding actions, I think he'll just kind of crumble. Yeah, the thing that I love about the Raptors is their versatility. Every single yeah. guy can go. Every single guy can and will create shots. They can and will push the ball in transition. Whoever gets the rebound, one through five, gets the ball, and they push. And obviously... The only guy that doesn't have length on their team, crazy length, is Van Vliet, who is their most talented player. Harden's, I mean, Harden will have to guard him, or he'll have to guard a guy with length and athleticism. Or they put him on Trent, who's just going to sprint around the floor the whole time. Exactly. And that's not going to work well, either. Well, he's also tall and athletic. Right. I mean, yeah. it, it just, this is the literally, like, one of the worst case scenarios first round for Harden. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's specul like, there's speculation that he has an injury and that's not based on anything like oh he's grabbing a side or that it's, rumors it's just it's literally because he's not how playing. bad he's playing yeah, he's not playing how bad he's playing and he's just slow um, and out of shape right now yeah um other part of this is you know Embiid. like how how is he gonna be i mean obviously nurse is a great coach um in their, the last game of the year we saw a lot of you know you know high uh High-level schemes thrown at him. Some exotic stuff. Some designer schemes. That's right. Um, not to mention, like I mentioned earlier, they just throw a bunch of guys at him, which means you know, it's not going to be a grind-all game where his defender's going to get tired. Um, they throw a bunch of double teams at him. You think that is like a good thing to do with Embiid, is to put double teams on him? Yeah, because I think that Embiid almost sees double teams as a challenge. Like, um, there was a recent recent debate on Twitter, like, Oh, well, Embiid's obviously better than Jokic because they, they don't double-team Jokic. Well, they don't double-team Jokic because yeah, Jokic was just, just going to... slice you up. Jokic no is going to dice you up with passes and find the open man for an easy basket, whereas Embiid, when he gets doubled, he sees it as a challenge. How can I score out of this? Um, so, like, whenever Embiid would post up against the Raptors, Raptors would send crazy help from the weak side, and as soon as Embiid touched the ball in the paint... They just trap him like crazy. Yeah, trap on the dribble. Yeah. But the thing is, Embiid, who's obviously he's good at this because he averages fucking like 28 a game. 
but he's out, he's looking for step throughs, he's looking for different fadeaways, different jump hooks for how he can evade the defenders but still get the shots up, even if guys are wide open. Um, and obviously, Embiid is not thrilled about his supporting cast right now. As no, they, they play like so, they have like seven solid players. He's not he's not being he's not going to be a willing passer right now. So, I mean, do you think? I mean, I'm not going to say do you think the Sixers can win because I think this is really, really evenly matched. Who do you think is going to win this series? Um, I think it'll be Sixers and seven only because Joel Embiid is a top two center in the in the world. Yeah. And I just think he's unstoppable in the series. I think this is by far the hardest series I, I for me as far as choosing who was going to win. I just think the Raptors are too young, and I think their time's coming a little bit later. I don't think they're too young at all. I think they're um, a little young. But they have, and are they not? No, I, I don't think they're too young. Okay. Um, they have some young guys, but they also have a lot of championship. Well, not a lot. They have championship-experienced guys at the helm, Two along guys. with veteran scores. Like, I don't, I don't see them as too young, but that whatever. I, this might be a homer pick. Just now, obviously, I'm not a homer for the Raptors, but I just, I really love this group and the, the heart. The guy wearing the OVO sweater, but go on. Good one. The heart and effort that they play with. Um, I think it'll be Raptors in seven. Um, you think they're going to go into Philly and win that? Yeah, I do. Alrighty, um, next up in my uh, most interesting series, I guess we're getting also a little ranking on, you know, series to watch from 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 yours truly, but whatever. Next, Nets, Rap, hold on, Raptor Sixers is your number one series to watch? Personally, yes, I do. No. I love watching this Sixers team at how dysfunctional and just the, the craziness. Well, if you want to laugh, just go watch Ambulance. <laughs> That's what you should do. Great, great movie by the way. Anybody's looking for a movie theater. Down, if you're looking for a movie theater experience. Just a tearjerker. Go see Ambulance. It, you can, you'll get a laugh, you'll get a cry, you'll get a gasp, you'll get a scare. It's, it has everything you want. It's got it all. Whatever. It, this isn't movie hour. Um, we could do movie hour if we wanted. Okay. Nets Celtics, second in this my. This is uh, the best series. Per. I think in a basketball sense, I this think this is it's, one of the best first round series like in a while. X, okay, I know, but I'm saying like X's and O's wise, I'm just really excited for this Raptor series, and I, it, this is not, X's and O's wise, this is a great series. I don't see the Nets as an X's and O's team to watch. How and, and I also X's and O's wise meaning how are they going to guard KD and Kyrie? What are they going to do? How are they going to figure that out? That's not what I'm talking about. How are the I, Nets going to guard? <laughs> the Nets don't guard. The Nets pray. No. <laughs> Um, whatever. So you you have your favorite series. I have my favorite. All right, they have to guard at some point. This is when they're going to guard. Well, let's, let's let's get into it. Um, Celtics won the season series three one. Not surprising, but I don't really give too much merit to the Nets regular season. Well, nor does anyone really, because you never knew what Nets team was showing up that night. Yeah, I don't really. I don't like the people that are like, well. This the so and so team beat this team four times in the regular season. Oh, okay. we'll see what happens in the playoffs. I don't, I don't buy into that whatsoever. No, there's most, such a stark no. difference between playoff and regular season that I don't think it matters much at all. Most teams 
you get a pretty darn good idea at what this team is. The Nets are an extremely special case. Like, you don't you don't give any merit to say, I don't know, like the Celtics like destroying, I don't know, Team X in the regular season three Team times. Team X, they didn't have any shooting this year though. <laughs> Whatever. There was none. Chase, you can't not give any merit to the regular season because it does matter. Okay, it, it and you get, I don't buy into people that are like, well, this team beat them three times, no, so they're going to win the series. I think of to a veteran-laden team like the Nets, a team that, you know, they're not super hungry during the regular season, so they're not going to go as hard. I don't give any merit to, like, things like that. All right, yeah, I guess that, that's kind of what I'm referring to. Teams yeah. like that and the Bucks. Yeah, like the Bucks, Like the Bucks That have a lot going on, and you know what they're made of. The Bucks, you know, they they earned their championship last year, so they coasted a tad to the force to the what are they three or four seed? But like any, the Nets, no, the Bucks. Um, but like, anyways, three a team like that, yeah. But not not for not for teams like this. Like a, a win against the Celtics. Yeah, that was that's, all, like, like post All Star break at Celtics win is crazy. To have. Yeah, things like that. That 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 has merit. Yeah. But anyways, agreed. Um, let's get let's get into Nets Celtics. Um. Now, the only game with both KD and Kyrie playing was uh, the last one they played, obviously, um, in which the Celtics won a very close game. It was a 120-126, I think. Um, biggest thing that sticks out to me this series, obviously, Ben Simmons will be back. Crazy. Like, this is crazy. one of the... Like, the fact that this is one of the craziest turn of events that a player in the NBA who didn't have a major injury is playing, how major this is, it's kind of crazy to think like think about how big of a deal this is that this guy is playing. But, I mean, it could be game four, or it could be game five, or it could be game six. But we do know he will be back for a game seven. He'll be back, just like the Knicks were last year. Can you imagine if somehow, if this series goes seven and ben, that's Ben Simmons' first game? He would know. That would be no, hilarious. That would be hilarious. I like. What do they? I don't see how he gets acclimated to this. I see. You know how? Because the Nets. Does he just go Bruce Brown? No, no, no. Here's what I see. The Nets have been doing this all year long of just plug and play. Okay, but that's like into the playoffs is crazy. But the the Nets don't run a a crazy exotic offensive system like and Ben Simmons. Yeah, that's true. Ben Simmons, he's a smart player. Right, that's that's undoubtable. That's undoubtedly. Yeah, I think he's people, like, smart player. As much drama has been around Ben Simmons, I think people truly people are, forget how good of a basketball player. People are underrating him. Okay, and he has been out for a year or so, but like it's, he's a very good basketball player. Now the other thing is, he's not gonna be under the stress that he was when he was with the Sixers. Because guess what? Yeah. Zero expectations mm-hmm. on him. Not a single bit. That's number one. Number two, there's no. There's no, there's no pressure on him to take an offensive load like he had in Philly. His only option, or no, like his role as soon as he got there was you are, you're supposed to be the guy, if not the guy. You're very clear number two. You have to do this much on offense in order for us to win. Right, right. With this, with the Nets, you got. I'm gonna say two of the top seven offensive talents in the NBA. And then he's got. Three or four, forty percent three point shooters for him too. Exactly. So, this is this is at worst. He is Bruce Brown on steroids. At worst. Well, Bruce Brown's a great player. Don't discount Bruce Brown. 
I know that. I'm saying he's just six foot ten and does every and does everything Bruce Brown can do, except stronger, taller, faster, stronger. I already said stronger. Shout out <laughs> Kanye. Good one. Um, but I mean, yeah, yeah I just I, I'm funny. I know. I just I just I just don't see Ben Simmons being a negative in this series, and I well, think that people think who think that just hate him. And I think like he. Him playing in this series and him saying he's ready, I don't think he will be a negative. There's no way. Yeah, not to mention... And I think it's a great sign that he's like, yeah, I'll come back for game four of the f- fucking playoffs. Against the Celtics. Against the Boston Celtics, who are the hottest team in the league. Yeah. Other thing is, report came out, uh, I think it was two days ago, that Ben Simmons' confidence is at an all-time high. Um, all, the, all, the, all the players have done since he's gotten there is empower Ben Simmons yeah. to, you know, play his game and do him and block out all the haters, which I assume he's done if he's going to be playing, like we said, in a game four against yeah. the Celtics. Um, and report came out that this was the quote from the inside source. He walks around like he's Jordan, which I think is a really good sign, good sign. if you're the Nets. Like, but did, this is very, this is not very off topic, but did you see what he posted the story on Instagram of just his shoes? Who, Ben Simmons? And music in the background. What were the shoes? I don't know. They were just random shoes. But ESPN took that post and, put, and captioned it like, Ben Simmons is ready. Oh, my God. Like, what does that... What information does that give you that Ben Simmons is ready? Well, he's got shoes. He's you, in the gym with shoes on? You need shoes to play basketball. Well, come on. Like, you need shoes. It's like, Ben Simmons is ready. Like, he's listening to music in a gym with shoes on. No, that is mad funny. It's ridiculous. That's, that's ESPN. I... I, I honestly encourage all our listeners to not follow ESPN on any socials because there's no reason. They, there's literally no reason. Unless you want to laugh, but if you need a laugh, go watch Ambulance. No, like, 100%. But, like, ESPN social media is for, like, people who like to call themselves sports fans but and, don't actually and like watch sports. like to think sports. they're cool. If people, if people you know are like, you know who's got a good Twitter for sports stuff? It's ESPN. Like, that's a red flag. Like, don't talk to them. Don't no, block like, their number. Get a restraining order. You can tell a guy who like looks at ESPN's stuff when they're like, you know who you know who's good? That John Morant guy. Yeah. He can yo, he's got bounce. Like, oh, so what you, you were scrolling your Instagram feed and saw ESPN like post like, oh John Morant poster dunk. Or like just stuff like that, like glaringly obvious stuff that you would only see from these mega accounts that can't, you know, dish out hot takes. But, exactly. You know, but All right, whatever. back to Ned Celtic. Um, yeah, so I have no idea what the Nets are going to be doing defensively as far as how they're going to be guarding, you know, Tatum Brown. Like, what's their plan? Because... Well, if you're Steve Nash, what do you do? If I'm Steve Nash, I do... I put Bruce Brown on Tatum... For the majority of the game, but come fourth quarter, Durant. I have Kevin Durant because I don't want him to have the crazy uh, uh, offensive and defensive load throughout the game. Um, I almost think KD says I want to take Tatum for forty eight minutes. I almost think he doesn't do that because I think he's. I think he does start. want to. I think he might want to. The but way I he thinks he he wants to. I don't know if they'll do that. I think that'd be a bad idea because I'm honestly really scared that Kevin Durant gets injured. I know he. Has like no regard for that. I just you know the 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 pressure he's been on all year when he's been on the court, which obviously he suffered what was strain MCL. Yeah, you know that's scary in itself, but he's planning on being 
the number one defensive guy and obviously the number one offensive guy, that's that's a hell of a well, lot. I think he can give a lot to Kyrie and just be like, you can go too. He, yeah, but he, Kevin Durant's, he very Kevin Durant's not going to take a backseat offensively, though. Kevin Durant's going to get his shots up. I mean, he's he's a, he's a magnet for buckets. He like he's he's gonna do him on offense. Defensively, yeah. though, I do think he will 100 percent understand. Yeah, I'm not gonna have this Tatum matchup the whole entire time. But I, he's I, People forget how good he is defensively. He's great defensively. He's not just good. He's great. yeah. Um, and I do think that if they decide to you know put Durant on the fourth quarter, that's gonna be a good decision. Brown, though, I mean. They they just they don't have. Whenever Bruce Brown's in, he'll be guarding one of either Tatum or Brown. Yeah, that's like their only besides Durant. That's their only above average wing defender. Yeah, that's the other problem with this series for the Nets is the Nets top eight is like there's four or five guys that are six three or below. Mm-hmm. I mean there's Seth Curry, who's not you a see, great defender. You see Matt. You, Patty Mills, yeah. Kyrie, like you consistently they see can't match up. You consistently see lineups. Of three guys who would play point guard in yeah, the team, they have the three Durant and then a big Claxton or Drummond, which is a good lineup for them hmm? in almost every series, but not playing the Boston Celtics. I don't know about you, but I thought it was a bad decision that they cut James Johnson. I mean, I yeah, just yeah, he's kind of made for this, and I really, really hate to say it because I really like the guy, but that should have been a Blake Griffin or Lamarck Saldridge cut. Yeah, I, I mean, I like both guys, but like. They they just they've been literally out of the rotation as of late. Both yeah, I of think them. you could throw James Johnson in for twelve fifteen. James Johnson and he'll do stuff. Exactly like James Johnson can give Bruce Brown a rest. Right. And let's hope they get Simmons back for Game Four as early as possible because that will play a big. That mean that's he's a he's a good defender. Bare minimum, it's another body to throw in Tatum and Brown. And other thing is, I should have mentioned earlier, we don't know how the minutes restriction is going to be. Yeah, I was going to ask. I, I feel like it'll be like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I don't... And again, like, one thing I don't understand is, like, just go out and play basketball. Like... What do you mean by that? Okay, like, think about this. You've been working out for three months. Yeah. Someone says, hey, let's play pickup. You say, sure. And then you play three hours of pickup. I'm not equating playing three hours of pickup versus playing 20 minutes of a playoff game. I genuinely, I think that might be equivalent. It it might be, but like, like I I, I have a conversion chart, and it's like, yeah, that's the conversion. But like, what's the what's the giant risk of him playing fifteen minutes to playing thirty minutes? Now, a I just, lot. I don't. I mean, I think the I just, more tired you get, like the worse your body functions, the higher probability of an injury. Yeah, it's you true. You literally just brought that up with Kevin Durant. No, that's no, that's Kevin Durant who's been grinding. In, a, in real game settings all season. I'm saying, like, for Ben Simmons, I just don't understand what's the big problem with, like, throwing him into the fire. You know, I, ease him into it a little bit, but, like, if they if they take this whole entire playoffs to ease him back, I'm going to be kind of like, okay, what's... I, well, I, I think they'll maybe keep, this, it, they'll I just keep it cautious at first, and then if Simmons feels up to it, I think he'll say I'm good to go. Yeah. I mean, I would really... I don't think this is a Zion-David Griffin situation. Yeah. No, 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 you're not playing more than 25... Yeah. You're not playing 25 in one second. I just don't understand. I mean, I would love to be in on the inside of that next facility and see, like, what the like what's really the issue. Because we, we know we're not getting the full story with Ben Simmons. We haven't been getting it all year long. You don't think long. Steve Nash gives the media their, their due and tells them, <laughs> tells them 
shoot them straight? No, actually, actually, I do not. Really? For those who don't know, Steve Nash literally he lies. lies. And he I, just, I really respect I, it. I respect it a lot. I, I, I think it. it's hilarious. And I also like the fact that... I love whatever, how mad the media gets about it. They're no, like, it's true. This guy is not telling us the truth. He's like, he didn't have to. I also like that whenever the reports come out, like, that Steve Nash said this in a press conference, I'm like, I just think, it's okay, like, that could mean anything. Doesn't that could mean literally anything. anything correctly. It could mean literally anything. And you also, you got the vibe that Steve Nash was like kind of mad at Ben Simmons because he, how like flippant he was, but like, oh, I don't, I don't know what's playing, blah, 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 blah. And then you get the, the, the inside story that Simmons has been empowered by everybody and he's really happy and all this stuff. Like, so. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I, one thing I do not doubt in my mind at all is that Steve Nash wants the best for all his guys yeah, on the for team. Sure. So I know that Steve isn't gonna is he isn't gonna put Ben Simmons in a bad spot and he's gonna obviously do his best to help the team win. And if Simmons is is good, then he's gonna be good. But I just wanna know like you know, with their medical team and Simmons camp, like what's what you know, what's really going on and how yeah. bad it actually is. Um I think but, it's I think it's better than what they're projecting it to be. it has to be. It's gotta be. It has to. For him um, to say he's ready to play in a playoff game? Yeah. What do you um, think about Rob, Rob, uh, Big Bob Williams coming back? You talk about the Time Lord? The Time Lord. Well, number one, he should have just reversed time and not been in. Uh, but Super that's besides bad. the point. He's, he's literally the Time Lord. Um, number two, I would guarantee, this is a cold guarantee, Robert Williams will not be appearing in the first round. That's a cold guarantee. What? That's a guarantee. He will they not say be he's coming back early first round. No, early second round. That's no. Third. Early first round. I don't think so. I don't yeah, think so. Those reports are out. Uh, ha, uh, have you checked your source? Yes. I, I'm I don't in know. the right circles. You're in trapezoids. No. We went through this. I think I'm in the right circles, and mine tells I'm going to get you a trapezoid shirt. Good one. And it's shaped like a trapezoid, so I'm, good luck putting it on. Well, I'm not going to wear it. You're wearing it. I don't see Robert Williams playing. I just don't. Like, the reports are out. Uh, my reports are saying that he's not. So the reports are out. Okay, well, what do you think about tanking? No. <laughs> well, what what are you, what do you think as far as who's gonna win? It's gotta be Boston. Uh, I think it's gonna be the Nets. I think it'll be Nets and seven. Don't look at me like that. Like you're like. Uh, I'm not looking at him guy. in any way. Um, I think either literally whoever wins the series, I think it's gonna go seven games, and I think the Nets win. Uh, I think it goes seven, and I think it's Boston. Okay. Well, we will see. Um, yeah. Okay. Next series. Alrighty. Next series. Alright. In my, uh, series is to watch out for. Denver Nuggets, Golden State Warriors. Very interesting series. Another extremely, extremely interesting series. Um... Nuggets for three and one in their season series against the Warriors. That's a victory as far as season series goes. However, it's not kind a, of the same case. With not the a single one. Have, of, yeah, they don't have their players. Not a single one of these games did the Warriors have all three of the big three. The big three have played together for like fifteen total minutes this year, right? That's not true. Yeah, it is. It's a crazy number. Um. Well, other thing to look out for: Stephen Curry. He will be on a minutes restriction. In game one, he 
He was questionable pretty uh, recently. Now it's announced that he will play, but minutes restriction, as I said. Um, honestly, I see no way that the Warriors win game one. Not even a chance. Yeah, it's very hard for them to it's um, Very hard for me to see that. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say my prediction yet, but let's just say it's, it's changed since these reports came out. Um, but, I mean, one thing that I am um, annoyed by is that we – not one time did we see a Draymond versus Jokic matchup. Draymond didn't play in a single one of those games. Really? Not a single one. Wow. Yeah. So that's annoying to me because I would have loved to, you know, I, I was I was looking to, you know, do some research on how that matchup went, but we didn't get to see it. Um, that's just an easy matchup for Jokic. I don't think any Draymond versus anyone's an easy matchup, but well, it's easy. Like it's easier than people think. Like Draymond is a great defender, but what Jokic? I'm not even gonna say struggles, but like one of Jokic's weaker points when he's on offense is having a taller guy, bigger guy, or a guy, a guy of similar stature guarding him. Yeah, and like but, smaller guys, it's like it doesn't matter to him. Yeah, um, I think that Draymond is going to do his absolute best to pressure him as much as he can on the perimeter. Uh, but Jokic will, you know, stay calm. He's going to stay in his demeanor, and he's going to look over him, find the best pass, cut, and get him in the post. That's what I think will happen. Yeah. Um, but I also don't doubt that they're going to be throwing a lot of double teams at him, try and do something to, to um, of that effect to Jokic. But, again, as history has shown us, that will not work. Um, we did see during their season series – a lot of switching with Jokic, which was yeah, obviously not smart. Not going to work. Either. Every single time the switches would happen, Jokic would take that guy down to the lane, get the ball in the paint, and make something happen. Nine times out of ten, he'd get fouled or he'd score the ball. Yeah. Um, other thing that would happen, though, whenever these mismatches would happen, guess what they'd do? They'd send a double at him. But those double teams were generally from also smaller guys. Yeah. So he would, again, either finish over them or pass to the open man. This is the worst series fit-wise that the Warriors could have faced. Am yeah, I wrong? If, if you're, I mean, if you're the Warriors in this, it's almost like... What do we do? You just got to have to play Jokic single coverage, and then if he scores 50, he scores 50. But I don't think you can get everybody else involved. You also need good shooting nights, which, you know, the Warriors are not foreign to. No. Um, no, they're very comfortable with that. Yeah, but without Steph... I mean, this game one, it's it's already written in stone that the Nuggets will win. Yeah. However, rest of the rest of the rest of the way, as long as Steph, you know, is is decent, it's gonna be it's they're gonna be good games. Um, mm-hmm. I think, because you know the Nuggets, aside from Jokic, don't have absurd offensive talent, so they're you know they're um. They're able to have bad nights offensively, aside from Jokic. You know, Jokic is going to do him, but everyone else susceptible to that stuff. Well, and I think it's very hard to have bad nights if you're a Denver Nuggets player. Because they just find him so easily? Yeah, the ball circulate. They move the ball so well. They're one of the best teams in just moving the ball and getting everybody involved. And I think that's why their offense is so good, and that's why they're at the top of the league. One of the top teams in offensive efficiency in the league. Yeah, I'm just saying, shooting-wise, those guys are susceptible to have an offense. Which, by the way, is a testament to Jokic averaging eight assists a game. Because, think about it. They don't have they, they don't have a top 15, 20 shooter. 
in the league. No, they don't. That's without a doubt. Like, the amount of times Jokic probably found these guys for open shots and they've missed, I guarantee that accounts for at least, like, two or three extra assists a game that he could have had to his average, which then would have made the MVP race locked up. But that's besides the point because Jokic, by the way, those who don't know, Jokic is going to win this MVP. It's already... It's it's a bunch of reports have been leaked that he did win. Um, shout out to Nikola Jokic. By the way, you guys heard it here first from Part of the Court podcast. We break news in this podcast, um, like a week late. Yeah, I'm I'm in I'm in the right circles. I heard it. You're in trouble. You know, the way it's and been, you know, unknown. I just got I just had to put that report out that I got from my circles. Um, what is your prediction for the series? Uh, I think it's Denver and six. Before the stuff, before it came out that Curry was on a minutes restriction for this game, I had it seven. I thought that Curry was way better off than what they were leading on. But after that, I mean, I get a very bad feeling about Curry. I say Denver in six as well. There you have it. So it's settled. Okay. So we're agreed. All right. So fine. Okay. All right. So Denver in six. Denver, six games. Should we write it down with Sharpie? We can do Sharpie, crochet. Sculpting? Sculpting. We can sculpt it. Okay, Denver in six. Alrighty, next up in the uh, series is to look out for. Uh, this will be the last one we talk about. I was strongly vetoed against the discussion of the Heat Hawk series. It just gets very... Biasy and boring. Good lord, this guy. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of headlines in the series. Cole just loves right now. to talk about the Heat, and it's just not that fun for other people. It's crazy that an NBA podcast would talk about the number one team in the East okay. against the series against a team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year in the one eight matchup. Somehow Whatever. We're that, that's s- somehow we're still talking about the Heat. Grizzlies, Timber Wolves. Way cooler series than Heat Hawks. Now, that's what even is a Heat? Good one. Um, it's, it's the heat. Okay. It's not a heat. It's the heat. No, it's a heat. Whatever. Um, Timberwolves played in a very, very entertaining game against the Clippers in the play-in. Um, by the way, best moment of the entire game. No, it was not when Patrick Beverly cried after the game. It was when the lady glued her hand, tried to. Glue her hand to the floor with some Elmer's glue. I don't know what, like, what do you think her, like, best case scenario of that was? I think she genuinely thought that, I, for one thing, I think she is an idiot. Like, the, a top-tier, top-tier idiot. She could have something wrong with her, so you might just be getting canceled right now. No, no, she never, that would have came out. We would have heard okay. about that. Okay, but, like, I hope she, it comes out tomorrow and then you're canceled. Good one. I don't think it's going to happen. You have to be a top-tier idiot, number one, to run on a court like that, but number two, to think that the glue could possibly work. That means she didn't test it. She did not test it. Yeah, it was Elmer's. Like, it's it's Elmer's glue. She didn't, she didn't, by the way, how do you get in the stadium with glue? (laughs) What are you doing with glue, lady? Oh, Oh, just doing some arts and crafts here. I don't know. Yeah, how did she get the glue? I didn't even think about that. But anyways, I think, I think she genuinely thought that they wouldn't be able to get her off. Like, Elmer's barely keeps pieces of paper together. I think they. she thought that, th- that somehow they wouldn't be able to get her off and that they would have to pan to her shirt and then they'd have it like some sort of discussion live on TV about whatever cause she was trying to back. But whatever. What was on her shirt? 
that still doesn't come out, and we don't want to know because guess what? We don't want to encourage copycats. Okay, whatever, Cole. Just is, be boring. Is that not well? Honestly, I don't care because what whatever cause she was trying to support, probably. I'm with it. You're with it. I'm with it. Okay. There whatever, you have it. whatever comes out. Chase I'm with backs it. the cause. Uh, turns out it was the Nazis. I'm, Her cause was Nazis. I back glue girl. Well, if it was the Nazis, you're in big trouble. No, I don't back Nazis. I back Glue Girl. Okay. Um, do you read into Carl Anthony Towns' poor performance in that game, by the way? No, not really. I don't think that's going to really weigh on his mind. I don't think it was weighing on his mind. I mean, you saw him, you know, he's, he kissing his gal afterwards. He was he was all happy, but like... Okay, so why would I, why would I buy into it? Mm-hmm. If it's not on his mind, what I does mean, it matter, right? I mean, maybe... That's a, a thing that he can't. He doesn't show up in these big game, big games. Which he didn't have a great. He didn't have a great uh, first round series against the Rockets back in that year with Jimmy. What when he was eighteen? He was not eighteen. He was like eighteen. He, he, was, all, he was already an all star at that level or that age. Um, but yeah, um, all that shows me is that um, the stuff the Clippers, the Clippers did give the formula how to garden. Though, that's the for Clippers sure. put on a. They they did a great job. I mean. But I don't think the Defense. I don't think Minnesota put Cat in great positions to do anything with the ball. He's yeah. One like, thing they that they put I've, him at the top of the key with the ball. They're like, go do something. It's like he's got Nick Batumo. Like he's not gonna be able to dribble around him. Yeah. One thing that I found myself saying about thirty times that whole game: Why don't they get Cat just some quick post ups and have him hit a jump hook over Batum? And then then they have to put Zubac on him or something like that. Then you throw him on the perimeter. Zubats. But yeah, whatever. But like when um, a coach throws something at you, you have to react to it. Yeah, just okay. They're putting smaller guys on cat. Let's run a quick post up play for him and get him a duck and layup. Literally, all they had to do. And cat. Other thing was he was just struggling. You know, getting stuff going. Get him some quick hitters. Have him put the ball through the basket so he can get going, and then maybe he can go back on the perimeter, regardless who he's matched up against. Right. But obviously, that did not go through. Um, Finch's they mind. They didn't think about that. You know, I'm obviously Finch smarter was, than him. Finch was too busy worrying about them dollar bills. He just got on that extension. Maybe he was just shocked at that glue girl. And didn't want to call a rip screen for Cat. Maybe he was worried Cat was going to slip on the glue or get stuck on the glue. Maybe. He's probably worried about the glue. The whole, the whole, that's, we just solved it. She, he was worried that glue girl's glue was going to have Cat get stuck. How could they not get the glue off though? I mean, it, but yeah. Those it who just get like a sponge. Literally five minutes later, you could the glue was still visible on you the court. You could see it from like the TV. Yeah, <laughs> but clearly the glue was very low impact because they weren't worried about it and let the game keep going. Yeah, that was very weird to me. What if they had to buy a whole new panel for that one section? They really, they probably did. No way. Actually, maybe they did. That still. Is I feel like the way NBA teams operate, they're like, ah, we don't want to clean it. No, you know how you know how teams have alternate courts now. Yeah. The the wolves do have an alternate court, I believe. Imagine if they, they throw had, the alternate court on. No, no. Imagine no. That imagine panel? for that one panel, like they had to stop the game. Isn't the alternate they, court like a black court where they just one black panel? I don't, I don't, I don't know what the alternate court is, honestly. Or is it the retro? It's probably a retro one. But yeah, KG that court. that would have been amazing. Um, but wolves grizzlies. Grizzlies, obviously, won the won the season series three to one. By the way, the one loss, the Wolves won 
by like 40. Um, yeah. But no Triple J, no Bane, no John Morant. Um, Which is usually the games that the Grizzlies won by 40. What? That, no, 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 that's, that's no John Morant. Um, usually, like, the more people they're down, the better they are. Ju- just John Conchart carrying. Just like the, con- the Conchart. Santi Aldama. Yeah, John Santi Aldama beat the Suns. He did. Like. Um, but, yeah, um, John Morant has uh, made his, his return in the game against the Pelicans. Played decent. Um, I don't. I don't expect there to be any hiccups. I don't expect there to be any. You know, we got to work him back in the lineup. I don't. I don't see any of that happening. No. Um, I'm quite disappointed that this isn't going to be a Clippers um, th- series because I think. Yeah, I really wanted to be, see that. I really wanted to see the Clippers beat them. Um, but you know, we're not going to get that. Um, now, this is a a battle of uh, two extremely trash talking teams. There's undoubtedly going to be a crazy amount of drama. Some of the best young talent in the league in this series. It's true. Um, and I know that the Timberwolves, very confident team, have no doubt in their minds that they can beat this team in a series. Can it, Can they actually? That's no. up for debate. No. You, you, you think no? It's not a debate. They're not beating. They're not winning the series. I think the games will be close, but I think it's a five or six game series. Yeah, I mean, other thing is, the the Grizzlies have, I'm going to say, the best single player equipped to guard Carl Anthony Towns in Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah. The, uh, he could be one of them. He could be, he could be the most versatile. No, that's Bam Adebayo. He's one of the most versatile defenders in the NBA. Yeah, he is. Um, extreme length. Ex- he's very good quickness. And he's strong enough. That's a fact. He's not as strong as Cat, but he's strong enough. Cat uh, Cat's game is not post reliant as we've seen. Cat doesn't like. I would to be say the their strength is very very similar. I would say Cat's stronger though. Cat's obviously thicker. Pause. Um, not by much. Double pause. <laughs> but I mean, I just think that Cat's game is not Cat Cat's game not is not reliant enough on the post. That it's gonna matter. I think Kat that's. Like I think coach. that's the next step for his. Like, if he wants to progress, he needs more to be. He needs to be more even. Yeah. He needs like one thing I I like to see in just every basketball player. Um, as soon as guys get a jump shot, all they want to do is shoot jump shots, and they forget yeah. that you can actually attack the paint. That's what Tatum did the first like three years of his NBA career. That's yeah. why just now he's um, starting to shine. Yeah, but now that Cat is a forty percent three free uh, three point shooter. All he wants to do is play on the perimeter. He loves Whereas, he loves the best seven footer shooter in ever narrative. Yeah, and he just he also just wants to be Kevin Durant, obviously. But like I was saying, in those games where he where he's just you know he can't get his jumper going, dude, just post up. You're really talented in the post. You can get buckets. Yeah. Just do it. But he's he's just kind of hard headed in that. Um, yeah, I hundred percent agree with you. If if he can master a balance of his interior offense and his perimeter, he will it's, be it's impossible. even more dangerous. Uh, especially since you already have two really decent perimeter scores. Like in, Anthony Edwards is decent now. That's what we're saying. I was just like borderline. I was just, I didn't want to say use two different words. D'Angelo Russell is a is a very decent perimeter scorer. Anthony Edwards is way better. I know D'Angelo Russell, but yeah, like I, I that's obviously not that's not debatable. Edwards is better than Russell. Yeah. but I'm just saying like. At minimum, well, we have you two. put them in the same category. But go on, go on, go on. They're in the same category as far as second and third best Timberwolves. So yeah, it's two different categories. But go on. Whatever, dude. Second's um, a category, and then third. 
Um, then you got eighth. Uh, Malik Beasley. Twelfth. Like He's probably like fifth. Um, fifth or sixth. Ninth. That's a number. Fourth even. That's another number. That's, that's another debate, though. Um, I think that it will be Grizzlies in six games. Yeah. You agree? Stop copying me, dude. I said, I just said Grizzlies in five or six. You said five or, you didn't decide though, I said six. I just I'll go five. five. Okay, deal. I'll go five. Okay. All right, settle. If it's, if it's six games though. I'll do a push-up. You're in trouble. I'll do a push-up live. You're in trouble. If it's five games, you'll do two push-ups live. Okay, but I'm not in trouble though. If it's go six, you're in trouble. Oh yeah? Yeah, that's right. You're in trouble. I've been in trouble forever, so it doesn't even matter to me. Just doesn't phase you? Unfazed by trouble. Okay. Well, Trouble's my middle name, next to danger. Okay. Um, well, that will do it for this episode of the Par for the Court podcast. If we didn't cover your series, wasn't interesting enough. Sorry, people. Thank you for listening, and as always, be par for the court. What? All right, we got to go on that. It's Born for the Court Podcast!